welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo, and today I'm so honored to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. He is a returning winner, Gary Paul Corcoran, and his book is titled Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, Darkness Falls. Gary was born in New England to an Irish-Italian parents and grew fascinated by the magic of words at a very early age. His mother was already teaching him to read by the time he was three. There was a vibrant and relatively wealthy beginning with great family gatherings, new cars, nannies, and winters in Miami. Then his dad went bankrupt and moved the family to the orange groves and suburban track homes littering South California in the 1960s. A measure of wealth soon returned, but the family gatherings and that sense of belonging had been noticeably replaced by a now sterile home life. Gary often found himself retreating to the orange groves behind the family home and climbing the towering eucalyptus trees that served as windbreaks, that vista of the world and exhilarating sense of height serving to salve his feelings of isolation and loneliness. It was a harbinger of his journey to come as an author. So much more to know about this fascinating human, so let's find out. Welcome back, Gary. Good to be with you, Pat. Oh, thank you, and congratulations once again on winning the book award. Uh, I hogged four of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, for goading me to enter. It was uh, um, in large part why I was I, I uh, endeavored uh, mightily to get the book published by December 31st so I could honor my commitment to you and get the book entered into the contest. Uh, and which was really the main motivation was I, I told you I would and I by God you know I give you my word I do it so but it was uh, you know thank you because it was um, as always um, it's it's good to have a fire under your butt when you're working on a project and that was really a large part of my motivation to get things done quickly. I love so. that I'm glad to be behind some beautiful work that gets published so I take that yeah. as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, please do. Well, we wandered around with our previous interview. Maybe let's just go back for a moment. Where did we leave off? Dave? Well, yeah, we had talked about that moment in time, and, and this would have been uh, the early 90s where I ended up in that hole in the wall in Bellingham, Washington, and there's that you seem fascinated by this, uh, this uh, confluence of energy that you know I had uh, abandoned all and met this older writer who who told me his advice was uh write what you're enthusiastic about and stay out of your head tell the story uh but the story of me getting there is what you know i look back at my experience as an author you know um five years prior to that moment i was a, a carpenter builder running a construction company um in southern california and 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 uh, I, I, I wasn't rich, but I was well-to-do and owned three homes and and thought that I was the happiest guy in the world. And I actually, one of the homes was in Seattle, and I had gone up there to remodel it, and it was on the way back. And I think this gets to the heart of what travel means to, to a, a writer and experience writ large, you know, that... Um, I had gotten so caught up in this life that I had been living that um, uh, I'd forgotten where I'd come from, that uh, I took journalism and typing and ran the school newspaper and always had a typewriter and, you know, this love of words from a very early age. And 
And uh, and I, I literally driving home from from having remodeled this house. I had been leasing it out, and there was a vacancy, and so I went up there and did some remodeling and got a new tenant in there and was driving back to Southern California, and I had this epiphany. And it was literally, I just noticed myself making up a story in my head, and this question popped in, into my mind, um, what would you be doing if you were doing what you really, really, really wanted to do? And there was like this instantaneous answer. Um, well, I'd be writing, of course. And, and then that was the beginning of this journey, and it took me five years of fiddling around with screenplays and this and that and the other. And eventually, um, you know, we talked about the Great uh, Recession, but there was uh, another one before the last one, which was th- that period, late nine, late 80s, early 90s, and everything went uh, belly up. And, and, and uh, you know, I just, uh, I was upended financially to, uh, to a significant degree and, and, and it ended up in, kind of making a stand at that place in Washington and Seattle. And, 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 and after a, a year or so of, of kind of just treading water, trying to make ends meet and, and this thing finally just blossomed put me to the surface. And I just, you know, I mean, if everything can be taken from you this easily, you might as well be doing what you love to do. And that's where I sold the place and, and, um, it went from, you know, this man of means to, I had some money left over from the sale of the house, and I'm I'm now living in a little hole in the wall in Bellingham, Washington, and sitting down to write my first novel, and uh, and and it was uh, I think at that point where where there were, there was finally kind of I could see the trail of my life, and you know that first and foremost there there were no straight lines, you know most so many people that I know they only they go to college they get get married, they have kids, you know, they, they, you know, start a career and there were just no straight lines in my life that way. And, and so when this guy said, you know what, right, what you're enthusiastic about. And I, and that's when I, I realized, well, there's not too many people have been incarcerated in a Mexican prison for smuggling. So why don't I tell that story? And, and, um, you know, the, 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 um, I, I guess what, what, what I, if there was a, a young writer out there asking me questions, I, I said, well, I mean, you've got to take chances in life. And, and, and that was, you know, I, I, I remember telling people what I was doing at the time. They go, oh, well, you're courageous. <laughs> you know, I was scared to death, you know, but, but I just, I knew that I had to do this, you know, that, that I, I didn't, you know, there was kind of this, what might have been on the family crest in my, you know, in our immediate family. And I, I, I just didn't want to be lying there on my deathbed you know, going, God, if only, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and so there I was and, 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 um, you know, just to kind of c- conclude about, you know, what, it, uh, you, you look back at these moments, of your life at the time, you know, there was this kind of this, all this, uh, you know, uncertainty and, and sense of upheaval and change and everything. And then you look back at it and, uh, you know, and, and it's with such fond memories, uh, because it was a beginning, you know, and and who knew where things were going to go. I, I, if I had known, I might not have. I, I might have might have grown grown faint. But but um, I started. I sat down to write that novel, and I remember about three weeks into it, that literally, I felt a, a, a you know, a, a celestial light in the room around me, and and this thought came in my head. I'm finally doing what I was meant to be doing in this life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that 
sense of when I sit down to write, you know, that, that that's where I belong has never left me since then. So anyway, you know, there's, you know, the, the journey is long and winding and, you know, and, and we, you know, here we are today. Um, you know, uh, I'm, uh, I've I've been through a lot of changes through the you know the past uh, 30 years now, but but that one thing has been a constant. Um, I, I always return this like my home. You know, as soon as I sit down at my desk, I know where I'm, I'm I'm where I belong. And so um, you'd ask me about you wanted to um, talk a bit about the novel that that uh, that was entered in the contest. Yeah, I do because. This is a sequel, and it sounds to me like your mindset as you ventured into writing this book was perhaps a little bit different than when you wrote your first book. Oh yeah, I will. It, um, it, it uh, you know, I felt like the rug had been pulled out from underneath me. Uh, as uh, I don't know if, if you've read anything of the first novel, but you know, it was really imagining of, of the women in Afghanistan rising up in arms against the Taliban. And it was, I, I think, my homage to women, women's rights, um, to the Afghan people, to this idea that that um, you know, uh, if if uh, we're all created equal, then we ought to be all treated equal, and and this whole idea that women are treated as chattel, and and um, this radical Muslim. View of 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 uh, the Quran and and uh, it just I was sick at heart to think what was going to happen when the Taliban took over if they took over because you know I, as as I note in the sequel um, you know it, was, it August sixth two thousand twenty one they were still talking six months to a year before the Taliban could possibly get to Kabul and take over and ten days later it was it was over right. And you know the 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 you know the the ground was shifting not swiftly beneath everybody's feet. But what, so, but I, not knowing any of this was to come, you know, I started writing the the original uh, book in April of 2021, and and you know, kind of a blitz blitzkrieg, you know, got it published in July. And with great hopes that, that well, this is a clarion call to the women of Afghanistan. We're going to rise up and, you know, and and defeat the Taliban. And, you know, and a month later, they're marching into to Kabul. And I and I thought, well, that that didn't work out so well. So but I, I, I just felt the need. I And you know, there were, I suppose, a lot of ways to explain it. But I I was just driven to write the sequel. And I did. And that was uh, Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, Darkness Falls, which is which is written with the that 10 days in in early august as the backdrop to a cia cia operatives efforts to you know at this at once um hold back the taliban and to help rescue his love interest from the first novel who's been captured by the taliban and you know once again it, you know completely off the reservation and all these maverick operatives that he that that um have gone off the reservation with them, but it's it it uh, it where the one the first book was really more centered on the on the women's effort to create this fighting force. The the second book is more about the um, the American government's uh, you know tortured relationship with Afghanistan. You know, here we are uh, trying to no negotiate a 
peace treaty with the Taliban, bombing the hell out of them at the same time, and, and meanwhile backing our way out the door. And you know, and it just spoke of of uh, you know the the um, rather confused and troubled history we have and in, in, uh, have had in nation building around uh, the world, and particularly the Middle East in the last uh, couple of decades. So um, we had a great adventure. I, I, um, I, I have to thank uh, uh, and give kudos to my collaborator, Rob Williams, who spent 10 years over there, both with the Army and then as a contractor later on, for uh, you know, helping me to really bring the the um, Afghan people and the Afghan countryside to life, because you know where I could create a story, he he was able to pr- make sure that I was staying on track in terms of the details. Right. But a lot of fun. I you know I'm I'm delighted, and I'm done with adventure stories for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you were going to have a a third part to this, or or where you were going to go after. after Actually. I, I just think historically, um, time-wise, we're just going to have to see how things play out. I, I, I suspect that there is going to be a, uh, another novel that, um, come out of this, but it, it's really going to require the Afghan people to to um, find their way, to rise up. Um, you, you know, that was just tremendously disappointing for everybody concerned that the way the Army folded. Yep. It was astonishing. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we $2 trillion we spent over there. And 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 here the the Afghan forces just dropped their rifles and ran. Um, you know this is going to take because uh, you know, right now the the resistance is up in uh, Tajikistan and 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 because it, most of the resistance is uh, you know the T- Tajik um, ethnic group. Um, that's that was the original Nor- Northern Alliance. You know the lion of of uh, Afghan uh, Masood, who was who was murdered just before 9/11, uh, and his son is now you know operating that. But no, I I <clears throat> I'm I'm uh, I've just I've had the series like the the two crime novels, and then then I, re- I wrote the uh, the Twelfth Commandment, which was a special forces tale, and then these two adventure stories, uh, action adventure, and uh, you know I I settled down to to start work on a um, long-delayed slice-of-life contemporary project, which um, is going to be set uh, on the coast of, of California. And and I, I just want to be kind of in the moment mm-hmm. right now, you know, where, where we are, the COVID and, you know, the, um, the economic anxieties and you know, the climate change, all these things. I mean, it, there's just a sense of, of residual madness beneath, beneath yes. everything in this world at the moment. And I don't know if that's anything new, but I just felt like I needed to grapple with that, you know, to have characters that speak to these anxieties and, and just as kind of a simple story. But, um, yeah, I just, I just needed to step away from the action adventure thing for, for a year, I think. So, no, I get that. Um, you need to be in a different headspace because there's so much, as you say, there's so much craziness that's going on right now that we do need people to address that and look at it, even if from a fictional aspect, but still to put it all together to try to make some sense of it. I imagine that it was difficult, these first two books, The Afghan Lipstick Warriors, just because it's such a fluid and real-time situation that you, you're never going to get it right because you can't predict the future. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I had no idea 
what was to come when I was writing the first one. Um, the, the, again, it, on August 6th, I mean, I, when I was writing the uh, Darkness Falls, I, I was literally, okay, today is August 6th, 2021. I would read all the news accounts overnight for that day. You know, I'd go back and, you know, mm-hmm. Google August 20, August 6th, 2021, and then read through all the accounts that were on uh that that uh, were in the newspapers and you know online whatever and 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 then I that would be my backdrop for that for what I was writing mm-hmm. and you know, however many chapters that was and then I would Google August seventh and and um, and it was literally on August sixth and they were talking six months to a year before mm-hmm. the Taliban marched into Kabul if they did it all and within ten days it had all collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was just, you know, again, stunning. Yes. Um, you know, we all remember the, the images of, of, you know, uh, the evacuation the at the airport yeah. and people, people, you know, clinging to, the, to a jet taking off yep. and falling to their death and yep. all of that stuff, yep. the, the explosion outside. Uh, and, I, you know, that, that was um, what exactly what I was trying to forestall when I wrote the first right. one. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, again, to not to to um, you know belabor the point, but you know, I, I just felt tremendously naive when 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 um, a month after I finished the novel, like this clarion call, the women are going to rise up, but we're going to defeat the Taliban, and, and they're marching into Kabul. You know, I thought, oh God, you know, this seemed like such a terrible waste of time, and and I'm not easily deterred, so hence the the, the, the sequel. <laughs> uh, but but that was just. Um, you know the, the idea of of really trying to bring to life what was going on. I've, I also had the good fortune of you know, my friend collaborator Rob. He had uh, both American and Afghan friends who were there when all this was going on. Mm-hmm. So we were getting some real live reports yes. too on on what it was like. I was able to capture all that. So and I think it's part of I I, I think. Uh, Goes back to one of my earliest lessons, which, you know, God, I don't remember. I was probably in my twenties, and re, you know, in reading Jack London, he talked about how, you know, to to make your to bring your work to life as a writer, you should read extensively, and especially read nonfiction, read history and science and psychology, and you know, and 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 you know, uh, it, all this was going to inform your work. In a, in a in a really vital and important way, and 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 I, I think I've always had that sense that that uh, even in fiction you're operating as as an historian mm-hmm. in in some fundamental way that you're capturing you know even this this idea of writing a contemporary novel about what what it's like to be alive in in American society today is a historical effort you know to to capture what's going on. So if somebody's there 500 years from now. And they read it, and they go, "Oh, wow, okay, that's that's what it was like. Hmm, interesting." So, yep. you know, I, I I just I bristle at the at the idea of being frivolous. You know that 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 I'm just, you know, this is just some um, frivolous exercise. That that there's there's some this is this is, I always go back to that thing with well, why did they go in the caves and start painting on the walls, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, well, there's this impulse in, in in us as as humanity to to capture what's going on in our lives, and and so um, and it's part of my my every everyday routine. I 
uh, one of my screensavers is is um, uh, one of those Hubble deep space shots yeah. where where you're looking at um, uh, uh, a galaxy cluster. Right. And, and you know, they're out there like they look like little dinner plates tossed out there in the universe, right? You know, and, and that's us. That's one of those is us, right? And, and it's a hundred thousand light years to cross one, you know. And and you're, oh my God, you know, there they are. They just look so small. And and to think that you know that the enormity of it. I mean, I, speed of light, you'd be rocketing out of the out of our galaxy in four hours, you know, a hundred thousand years at that speed, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and then it just looks like a dinner plate. And then the other, the other one is, is, um, that unforgettable photo of the Apollo eight mission when they first saw the earth rise right. over the moon, yep. you know, and, and there we are in the middle of all of this, 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 you know, wonderful world. And, you know, this, you know, so I, I, these are things like every day, just trying to, keep my perspective of where I am in the world, where I'm in the universe, because it's so easy to just get caught up in, you know, the, 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 um, the mundane and, 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 uh, and, you know, to, to lose sight of, of the true import of, of being human. I mean, this whole idea that, that we're conscious and, you know, we're so deviously intelligent, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, not only why are we here, you know, what is this all about, but where are we going with this? And so I, you know, I, I think it's important as a writer to make sure that you're constantly informed this way. You know, it's, it's so easy to forget, right. You know, so you're down to the this grocery list and, you know, damn it, I had a flat tire and all, all this stuff. And, you know, be able to stand back at every every moment and and see it in perspective. There, I don't see geniuses as the the um, issue here. Um, it's that you know, well, if you're a broker, a stockbroker, you're really good at at helping people invest their money. And and if, if you're a writer, well, you should be really good at helping people to kind of peel back the onion layers. Say, so read a read something that you've written, and it gives them pause for thought. You know, yeah. it helps them to stop and you know look look at this more mythic level of our existence, which I, I don't know if you ever read Joseph Campbell. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but you know that that really got me. You know, when I started reading him, and I said, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This where you know this is this is I've forgotten. You know, because I went out of the '60s. You know, and, and everything was kind of mythic, and you know, then you get caught up in life and you forget, and you know, so. Um, you know, and in the end, I'm you know I'm just another schmuck here on the you know the face of the earth, but but it's trying to to keep tied in on that 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 spiritual level, uh, um, so that your your work is is vital. It's 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 not you know trash. Well, Gary, you're one of the fortunate who are able to live this kind of a life where you can pay attention to all of these things. I think many and most people tend to live a rather mundane life and get stuck in the day-to-day. And and so that's why your work is extremely important so that it offers folks who are, you know, working nine to five children and just stressed out with flat tire, as you said, and all of the daily stuff that happens that the people can't reach out and think and live a romantic kind of a life, actually, that you designed for yourself. The first two books, the, the Trip into Milky Way, which was 
which was my epic saga of you know, coming of age in the 60s, and then this, the, the, the second novel, which The Last Love of Eleanor Sands, which is a story of a young man's romance with an older woman in the early 70s. And they were, you know, they were very much based on my life. Although, you know, I I take pride in, you know, um, being a storyteller, and and it's not a diary. Um, and but uh, I hadn't touched them in a long time, and I just had there was a feeling in my deep down in my soul that I needed to go back. The wonderful thing about self-publishing is that you know, nothing's etched in stone. Uh, you mm-hmm. can, you know, like I, I just finished a rewrite of Eleanor Sands and uh, up- uploaded the new document, and 12 hours later, the new new edition is out. Right. And, and, and I take no, I, I find no shame in any of that. It would be like, like uh, well, uh, the, the director's cut. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, I, I, but it was time. It was been ten, ten, probably ten years, twelve years that I since I, I, I had written them or, or published them, and and uh, so that was. I'm I'm now working on the trip in the Milky Way, and and um, and it takes me back to this thing of uh, of there no being no straight lines in my life. I I, I didn't. At, at 12 years old, 13 years old, and I'm envisioning myself as I'm taking French, typing, journalism. I, I'm picturing myself as a foreign correspondent, and next thing I know, I'm I'm a, uh, this wild young man on the run from the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and and that led to these wonderful vagabond adventures, which um, I would would never trade for all the money in the world. And there, there were I remember. Uh, 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 Yeats, who's the poet, who said, um, "A young man should never think of money." <laughs> you know, well, you know, when you're, I was like getting into, you know, towards my thirties, and I'd been vagabonding for ten years. And I was pretty much broke and living <laughs> in a cheap motel, and I was thinking, I, you know, I'm not so sure about that advice. But you know, I very quickly got, you know, I decided, well, I'm going to take the world by the tail. And next thing I know, I'm, you know, I'm a contractor, and I'm, you know, I've got all these, all this property and stuff. But, but. You know that that whole ten years leading up to that uh, moment was uh, anything but a straight line, which included that uh, my sojourn, my unexpected sojourn in a Mexican prison for smuggling, and you know. But I mean, that's just um, uh, uh, when you say you know people who didn't have my options. I mean, I this is what I chose. I I didn't think of it that way, but uh, when I when I sat down to write. Seriously, I, I realize. Oh, it all makes sense now. Yep. You know, it all it all fits. It's all part of this karmic thing. You know, this is where I'm what I'm supposed to be doing. If I hadn't had all these wild adventures, which I I still haven't plumbed all the, you know, the wild adventures. You know, that's a, like a whole other book in itself. But but um, you know, it was it was just my destiny, yeah. and and it's it's not always been easy. Uh, you know, I. I there have been these moments of great anguish and solitude, and and uh, you know there's a lot of great that a great deal that hasn't worked out the way I had planned. But but um, and I always come back to this simple fact that well, if 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 I had lived a straight line, I wouldn't have anything to say. Right. No, that's that's what makes you the storyteller that you are is obviously because of these colorful experiences that. Uh... 
came your way or that you found or you know however we want to look at that it's just yeah, part of who you are uh, uh, you know the mad poet of la you know it, it you know it, it, a man I, I don't envy for his drinking his womanizing and everything else but but god he was honest you know and somebody asked him once you know uh why did you choose to be a writer and he said lady you don't choose to be a writer it chooses you mm-hmm. and you know that's uh, anybody who's trying to put pen to paper at whatever age understands that you're driven mm-hmm. i mean it's something in you that's that that you can't ignore uh but i think it's all again it's all part of a whole it's like my personality was such i i'm, I'm a stubborn uh independent um you can't tell me what to do kind of guy and and so i just you know nobody was going to get me to go march over to vietnam and start you know shooting at people and you know and 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 the the, the proformic uh, answered a lot. I was going to Canada and, and uh, or college or whatever, and I didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I just ran, and 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 so, but it but it led to all these color colorful adventures, and so like, you know, I kind of see it as this holistic thing, like that 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 is the writer, that is me, that all this yep. stuff fits together. Uh, and I, I'm re- I, I'm reminded of of the you know the the shaman, you know, which was uh, and. Campbell got into this a lot about you know the, the the there was there had to be the person who went you know into the to the the fire and came back out to to bring back to the to the tribe what he what what he had learned or she had learned and you know to keep you know to, to inform the rest of the tribe not everybody could do it mm-hmm. you know, somebody's somebody's got to make this the uh, spear tips you know so, somebody you know there, there's a, everybody's got their job and then there was always just somebody who did this part and it was not any more important than any, any other part it was an integral part of the whole tribal uh experience but somebody had to do that and so i you know i i hope i you know that people read my work and and feel that um you know that kind of vital quality in it that that i'm bringing something back important um because i you know it, it is it is part and parcel to my this whole thing of you know going to hell and back mm-hmm. you know i i, I put myself in uh, those early years i mean i can tell you how many times i just thought what am i doing you know um what have i got myself into yeah you know, mm-hmm. again it, you know it all it, as soon as i started to write it's like oh okay okay i get it <laughs> yeah it, it all makes sense now makes yeah sense. yeah Well, my friend, you are such a fascinating person. I always love speaking with you. We're going to begin to wrap up by, um, if you would, share contact information and where folks can find out more about you and where they can purchase your books. Well, my full name is Gary Paul Corcoran, as in the court, well, you know, on on the East Coast, I say, as in the Corcoran Gallery, <laughs> yes. and on the West Coast, I say, you know, as in the prison. <laughs> um, but Corcoran, C-O-R-C-R-A-N, Gary Paul, and you just punch that in on Amazon, and my works will come up, and um, you just put that all together as one word, GaryPaulCorcoran.com, and it'll take you to my website, where um, you'll find uh, a blog, and which I I... I trying to be as diligent as I can as adding to it. I haven't, I've been kind of a slacker a bit, but, but I'm trying to, uh, to share my experiences as, as an author. And if we left off the last time as a ghost writer, which I, I did extensively for a number of years and which, um, is, is 
constant reminder of how so many people are dying to write their story these days and and so I you know I'm trying to share some of my insights because I know how difficult it is to get started but that's um you know, the, the website and Amazon is where you're going to find me. All right. You're everywhere you're supposed to be. We're speaking with Gary Paul Corcoran. The most recent win is Afghan's Lipstick Warriors, Darkness Falls. But there's so much more to find out about Gary at GaryPaulCorcoran.com. Gary, thank you for just being you. How's that? <laughs> thank you for being you. You're a real sweetheart. I, and again, I, I appreciate you goaded me into this. I'm so, I'm so glad I did. You know, um, there are people in this world who are just an absolute treasure, and you're one of them. And I mean that sincerely. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I look forward to your next books. Gary Paul Corcoran, thank you for today. Thank you.